Kanayanora seeing all of this is absolutely beautiful. Children, you need to be so happy. You have merited. The whole world is now standing on your Torah. You need to know, children, that Moshe Rabbeinu was also once a little child. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai also was once a little child. All the great Sadiqim were once little children. But already from a young age, they realized that they have to learn Torah and be Masmidim. Already from a young age, they used to pray and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu that He should allow them to be G'doyle Yisrael, G'doyle Mbatoyah. Every one of the children here has the future and the potential to be one of G'doyle Yisrael. Every one of you children here needs to know that you can be one of G'doyle Yisrael. You just need to want it. If you want it, you'll be able to achieve it. The Gemara in the last Masechus of the Shas in Tractate Nida says, What will the person do in order to be able to be a God of Israel? The Gemara says, Yarbeb Yeshiva has got to sit down and learn a lot. And in the end, the Gemara concludes that you've also got to daven. Every one of the children here needs to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, allow me to sit and learn as much as I can. And help me to understand, to know, to uphold and to remember all of the Torah. If every one of you children will dedicate every single day one or two minutes just to pray for being G'dayla Yisrael, You'll see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will fulfill your wishes. I would like to now bless all the children and the parents here. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give you a very strong will to want to know and to remember and to keep the whole Torah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.
come up here to say that you saw amazing miracles by saying thank you Hashem. I found it to be very inspiring and I've had the honor of sharing this inspiration in the past year with hundreds and maybe even thousands of people. One of the stories that we heard here by the one year anniversary, I remember the name, the reason I remember the name is because I consider myself one of the biggest thank you Hassan fans. When I came here by the one year anniversary, I went to Montgomery Stationery to buy myself a couple of these pads. I brought along a pen and I took notes from each of the speakers. I wrote down their names and I wrote down their experience of success by saying and living thank you Hashem. I'll share with you some of them as long as the time allows. There was a stone in the mountain, I think his name was Goldberg. And one of the biggest inspirations that I had was that he had a necktie, a short jacket, and he came up to speak without a hat. And when I heard him say, say the story that he had an amazing experience about a parking spot, because he spoke to Hashem, he saw success, I found it to be very inspiring. And the story he said was something similar to as, he went to buy an apartment to live in. He comes down with his lawyer to sign a paper. And he comes down and he's ready to sign his name to make a deal to buy an apartment. At that time he finds out that he has no place to park his car. He knew he's not getting a driveway. He knew he's not getting a garage. But he understood that he will have a place to park his car. As soon as he finds out that he has no parking spot available, he asked to give it two minutes that he should take a break and he should give it some thought. He goes into the next room and he repeated the words that he said to Hashem. And it was something similar to, Thank you Hashem for giving me a roof over my head. Thank you Hashem for giving me a wife and kids. Thank you Hashem for giving me a job that I should be able to afford it and I should be able to afford an apartment on my own. Since Hashem, you know how much I was struggling with parking in the past couple of years, coming home late at night, searching for parking in Bar Park is not easy. 
Hashem, I ask you to please help me with my parking situation. But since I see that it is the will of Hashem that I should buy this apartment without having any parking arrangements, I will now proceed to sign the papers. A short while thereafter, he moved in, and that night he finished working late at night, and he was searching for parking for an hour or so. He figured he had to get up in the morning quite early. And since he spent so much time looking for parking and he didn't find, he said, let it be. He'll park wherever he finds his spot. He goes home, he sees an empty driveway next door. And he figures since he's got to get up early in the morning, what could go wrong already? Late at night, early in the morning and he parks, goes to sleep. The next day, I don't remember if he woke up on his scheduled time or if he woke up somewhat later, but when he went to the car, he saw a lady standing by the car. He apologized nicely by saying, I'm sorry, I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. He goes into the car and he's ready to take off. She knocks on his window and he rolls it down and he clarifies his situation that he finished working late at night, he expected to wake up early in the morning. I have made a mistake, I apologize, please accept my apology. I will make sure it doesn't happen again, he's ready to leave. And she asks him a question. If you could do me a favor, I don't like to sleep at home with an empty driveway for whatever the reason is. I will feel very safe if you could please do me a favor, please park in my driveway. In Burbank we know that if you go into any school and you hand up a sign, parking spot available, if you make 100, 200, 300 dollars, I don't know what the price is, depending which neighborhood, but it should not be available, it should not be a problem to get it rented. Fanti Hashem works for everybody. Sometimes you can see the Yeshia right away, and sometimes you can see it later, sometimes you don't see it at all, but there's no filler that goes in vain. Mr. Ari Berkowitz has said an amazing story by the first year anniversary, which I have repeated I would say hundreds of times and every time I finish the story the compliments I have gotten is amazing. So I want to start off by saying thank you Hashem for Mr. Ari Berkowitz. Mr. Ari Berkowitz had said by the first year anniversary there was a lady who called him up three months before and said, 
Are you Mr. Berkowitz? And he acknowledged that he is. She asked him, what is the reason that you are promoting nonsense? I don't remember the exact words that we used, but I'll say it to the best of my recollection. So she asked Mr. Berkowitz, why are you promoting nonsense? You say thank you Hashem, and you see Yeshias and Atiyas, Nisim and Atuas, and she clarified her situation. She has a life-threatening sickness in numerous places of her body, if I remember correctly. And a friend of hers had told her, all you have to do is to say thank you Hashem and you're going to see miracles happen. Mr. Berkowitz, I am now a member for four weeks from the Thank You Hashem movement. By the way, I just got to mention that when Thank You Hashem movement started with two people, Mr. Berkowitz and Mr. Rosenberg, by the one year anniversary, they had somewhere 14,732 or something similar to that members. Now it is up to 25,000 members who are participating in the Thank You Hashem movement by listening to inspiring stories or sharing their own. So those of you that are not members yet, I urge you to become a member so you can become inspired as I have. And because of Mr. Ari Berkowitz, I feel I have become a better person. Thank you again, Mr. Ari Berkowitz. Shall you attend again? So I'm just going to finish the story. Ari Berkowitz got tired of me. She had asked Mr. Berkowitz, why are you selling nonsense by promoting something that doesn't work? She shared with Mr. Berkowitz her own experience that she is now a member from the Thank You Hashem movement for four weeks. And her life had gotten from bad to worse. She asked Mr. Berkowitz, I'm asking you again, Why are you promoting nonsense? And I remember the conversation like yesterday, Mr. Berkowitz told her, I thank you very much for calling me. Thank you for sharing your life experience with me. And I wish there would be something that I can do to ease your pain. I want to ask you to do me a favor. I want you to please continue thanking Hashem. And she told Mr. Berkowitz, I should thank Hashem? For what? I have nothing! I remember 
how those words echoed in my ears and I took it with me for this many months which I have repeated so many times. The words that I remember in my ears was when she said, I should thank Hashem for what? I have nothing! And I felt it in my bones, it was so powerful and it was very inspiring. And he said, I would like to give you a list of 20 things, approximately, if I remember correctly, that you should please take a pen and paper and just write down the following. So every time you will be thanking Hashem, you should have the following in mind. Did you get up this morning? Can you see? Can you hear? Can you talk? Can you eat? Can you touch? Can you walk? And the list went till number 20. She heard what he had to say. She accepted it, she nodded, she agreed. She also made a commitment that she will continue, she will continue to thank Hashem and have those 20 things in mind. Two weeks later, she had an appointment by a doctor for a procedure, a treatment that she had to go through. And he took her into a room to make a CAT scan. He finished the CAT scan. He took her into a room and gave her a lecture of approximately 10 minutes. What type of business do you have going to another doctor? I thought, I'm your doctor, I'm the one who's treating you. There's a system, insurance. You can't just go to another doctor. It doesn't work like that. After giving a 10 minute lecture, he tells her, you are cancer free. She finished the conversation by telling Mr. Berkowitz, Mr. Berkowitz, I promise you, I have not gone to see another doctor. And now I want to ask the next speaker to please come up, and I thank you for your time. Thank you.
and there are daily suicide bombings every single day. A few days before I was there, there was a suicide bombing at a wedding that killed 63 people on the spot. I had made all the preparations for my trip, spoken to my room, told me to go. Everything was ready except me. I was not ready to go. Through a back door in my head, which I didn't know was open, all sorts of negative thoughts started to come into my head. All sorts of fear. And I started to think about all the things that could go wrong. And what could happen to my family's husband today. And suddenly, I have this flight in a few hours, and I'm in a state of near panic. I have no idea what to do, how to proceed. And then, I find myself saying, some of the most powerful words that he can ever say. I said, Hashem, I cannot do this alone. And when he says these words, all of a sudden the most amazing thing happens. When you say I can't do it alone, Hashem says, you're right, I'm going to do it with you. And suddenly I felt like I was exactly where I had to be. Everything was going to be fine. I went to the airport, I got on the plane. You should have seen the people on this flight. These are people in America that get on the no flyers. Every one of them looks scarier than the next. But I was calm because I knew Hashem was with me. Some of us have more scary journeys than others, but we all need a shadow with us every step of the way. There are times when we know we need a shadow when it comes to health, our personal shadows, and we all need a shadow. But every step of the way, every second of life, we need a shadow. Even if things are as simple as going to the grocery in the morning, we need a shadow with you. And there are people who have a shadow in this world who remind us that we need a shadow with us. We have a shadow with us. It's safe to say that there's nobody alive today who has spread teaching in the world of women. His books are sold over a million copies, sold in tons of languages, and people all the world in Goya are learning from them about how to get close to Hashem. Then you have to thank Hashem with, with over 25 members, uh, 25,000 members, I should say. And uh, all these teachings are reminding us that we need Hashem in our lives and we cannot do without Him. I'm sure Irish can tell you thousands of stories. Thank you, Hashem, can tell you stories. To know that. I have some stories as well. Prophet um, Hashem, I've been lucky enough to have many experiments with Irish, and whenever I travel, I'll try to take it with me. Uh, you can remind me of what's going on in life and that Hashem is with me at all times. Last year, Ami actually printed a picture of trying to get out of the street, but it's not going to happen. I was flying from one time to Saudi Arabia to another, dressed completely from head to toe like an Arab, and my head is in the garden. This day, there are others who are one of marriage, but Mamash came to my life, and she all invested in these books and really learned from them. But I want to share with you one personal story that I had from talking to Hashem. Three years ago, I was planning a trip to Thailand. And at that time, 
Hagan had a king. He had been on the throne for 77 years. He was the oldest reigning monarch in the world. He was very old and he was very sick. The media was reporting that he was going to die very soon. And in the United States, we're used to something called the smooth transition of power. But when one leader dies, he is over leadership, and the next person usually goes smoothly. Things don't really go wrong. In other countries, this is not the case. When a leader dies, there can be chaos, there can be riots, people get killed. And a lot of the world is very aware about what's going to happen to Thailand in the meantime. So I'm supposed to go over there in two weeks. I know he's definitely ill. I'm not sure what the right thing is to do. So I started talking to Hashem, and I had this interesting story that I said every single day, every time I said Hashem, I don't know what your plans are, but I have my plans, this is what I think I should do. There's a country called Thailand, I'm going to go there. The king is very old, he's very sick, I said he's going to die soon. I need to ask you for a thing. Please keep him alive while I'm there until I leave. I know I don't deserve this, I'm not asking you because you owe me anything, but I know nobody else asks. So please help me. Set this to every single day, three times a day. Professor, I love the trip, the different week was wonderful, everything was great. Left Thailand on a Wednesday night, I just stopped in China, got into JFK at 4 or 5 in the afternoon, I came home. As soon as I walked in the door, my wife said, Have you ever happened? No? King of Thailand passed away. So I, I can't say, I don't know. I don't know if I did it, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. Every single week you say I should have listened and you never know. I want to end off with one more thing quickly, not related to my speech, but the nice part from the passion I think you should all hear. Last week was Hayaru, and you know that the voice on destroyed Sadaru. And when he destroyed Sadaru, he told Lloyd of his wife, do not turn around, do not turn back. The whole city of Sudan is going to get turned over. There's his clothes in the back area and they're walking away. And Lloyd's wife can't control herself. She turns back. We all know what happens. The Lloyd's wife turns back to kill ourselves. So, what's the big deal? What is she doing so terrible? Why does she have to turn and kill ourselves? She wasn't the first person to look at her. She never looked. Won't be the last person. What is the big deal? Rashi says that the reason she wasn't supposed to look back was because the Bajan was punishing all these people to let them back if they did. And she was also not a great person, so she didn't deserve to see any of them punished. I want to suggest a different shot. The Bajan tells my wife, I'm destroying your town. Town full of town people. You weren't any better. I'm giving you another chance. Do not look back. If you look back, if you dwell in your past, you're going to lose the present and destroy your future. Every one of us wakes up every day, first of gave us a new day, gave us another chance. Do not take your past with you. Live in the moment, look forward to the future, and that's the way you can go ahead and love Thank you very much. I give you love. And please, uh, get ready to hear the amazing words from the Iron Bird Books, the founder of the Day of Shepherd Books.
Sometimes you see it a little later. I told her, if Hashem did it, and you thank you, Hashem, I promise you it's all going to work out for the best. And I want you to do me one favor. Call me back with good news. One hour, two hours, five hours go by, and I get a phone call. Ari, you're not going to believe it. And she's screaming, Thank you, Hashem! I said, what? She said, the doctors, when they rushed in the child to the hospital, they were scared he has a concussion in his head. And they took him right away for x-rays, CAT scans, and all this stuff. We should never know about this. When they took in this child to make the CAT scan, they found a tumor in his head. They said if they wouldn't have this child here today, the child probably wouldn't make it. It's treatable, and Bar Hashem, they started right away radiation and all this stuff, and they said with Hashem's help, he will be fine. When you hear stories like this, and it goes from mouth to mouth, person to person, people say, I want to see miracles in my life, and that's how people sign up to the groups. And, the, and it just changing your life forever. Everybody got when you came in by the door in a package. You have a car magnet, a philosophative, a philosophic, a pen, and all the good stuff. You have over there the phone number. So feel free to call the phone number. Sign up on the group for your own benefit, for your own good. You will call me and thank me later. Sign up and start seeing miracles. Three months ago, I got a phone call. I need a man. He calls me saying, Ari, I don't know what to do, but I'm going from one job to the other. I don't know, but I can't keep a job. I have a family to support. I heard about the thank you, Hashem groups. Please sign me up. He signed him up. He said, what should I do? I said, simply, thank you, Hashem. He said, for what? I said, why do you need to work? He said, because I have a wife, I have a family. When was the last time you thanked Hashem that you have a family? When was the last time you thanked Hashem that you have a house? When was the last time you had a car to go to work? Did you ever say thank you? Or you think it comes like this? You have to remember something. Hashem can give you the world. The only thing He's asking from us, say thank you. You thank Hashem for what you have, and Hashem will give you more. A lot of people make this mistake. Anything that goes not so good in their life, or bad, or seemingly bad, right away they start with Lama Hashem The only mistake they're making is they go right away sedating. But before you wait, Dashi Koyo Dankan, Gaisimismo the Soyu. Thank Hashem for all the good that you have until now, and then you can do it. We see it Baha'u also. Menamaitse, Shtai no Koyvi Hashem. So Koyvi, we say Koyvi Hashem for everything that was until now, and then you can ask Hashem. And by the way, it was a few weeks ago, he said, Koyvi Hashem, he told If a person is thanking Hashem, saying of everything he told that it's good, Hashem will make sure it's always going to stay good. So the only thing for me is to simply thank Hashem.
I want to sign up for the Thank You Center group. I said, why? I tried to help her. She said, I fight with my husband for three years in court, and I just want to be on the group, and I want to see a miracle that I get divorced from him already. I said, okay, let's not go there. I'm not a psychologist. I can tell you one thing. Jump on board of the Thank You Center Start thanking Hashem for all the good you had, all the good years you had with him, that you had three, four children. And let's hope with Hashem's help, things will work out for the best. 30 days later, she calls me to work with a muscle dog. I said, wow, you got a divorce rate? No, 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 you got it wrong. I'm back with my husband. I said, what happened? She said, you have to understand something. I always thought that he is the problem. Once I started thanking Hashem, it was very hard because it was so negative. Once I started thanking Hashem, I realized it's my problem, not this. Now I became more positive. I'm more positive, we connected right away. So we can go on like this all night long, but I want to tell you one thing. Start thanking Hashem today. Here's a movie that's called Epicenter, and you will thank me later. One more thing about Shumarash. The Tzadik Shumarash gave out the book, Say Thank You and See Miracles. And Bernard Hashem, we see miracles every single day by thanking Hashem. We can write books. But I want you to hear it from the, from the Tzadik that gave out this book, Ramona, Cardinal Peace, Say Thank You and See Miracles. You take the thanking Hashem to the next level. Enjoy the evening. Thank you, Hashem, and we will all see miracles always. Thank you everyone for coming. Thank you. Thank you to the Hashem organization. Thank you to Army Magazine. Thank you to Shop Museum. Thank you to the Jacobus family. Really, they were fundamental to the whole thing. Big applause to the Jacobus family. Really, we'll start the event. Ended the rapidity of the Tadrian Solis in this event, and that's where we began with the Roman Solis and the Rock's Lessing of Shalom Roshita. We'll be coming out in one minute now, and I just wanted to say very quickly a big thanks to our friends who had a big praise, as Trump himself said the most. Thank you, Ellie Shine. It's a funny pause, Ellie Shine. People who know both of them will understand. This just happened last week. So we want to just give everyone a lot of visits tonight. There are hosts in Monty, and we want to thank all the uh, people who hosted us throughout this tour, from Toronto to Miami to Mexico City, and now, thank God, in New York. We have the merit to be here in Monty with all of you, and the Thank You Hashem organization, and of course, Roshan Morishita. We want to thank special also, we have Diane Elbert, this one special from Mishraim, just for these events in New York, and he will translate to English. Please everyone, be outstanding and give COVID to the rock, and here's a Buddha tour. Thank you for being here, Rashad Morishi.
שבוע טוב! אני רוצה לראות! שבוע טוב! Certainly, every 
מישהו אתה צודק, אז אתה, אתה יודע שאתה לא מאמין They keep telling me, this guy did this to me, this guy did that to me. They're constantly involved with thinking that other people did things to them. They live in agony. There's no one else except Hashem. Everything that happens to you, that comes to any person in the world, is because this is how Hashem wants it to happen. My son, Nachman, once asked someone for a ride, and someone stopped the car. He asked him, Tell me, you know someone by the name of Shalom Marish? He said, The Lord doesn't have it. That's not the So my son asked him, what's the story? He said to him, all my life, I always thought all the suffering that I have is because of my sugar. <laughs> This is a real story. All day long was laying everything on the sugar. She said, do that. She said this. She spoke to him. She did this. He decided one day he's going to end all of his choice. He's going to go and he's going to murder his sugar. <laughs> he said he's willing to sit in jail as long as he gets rid of the street. <laughs> he used to drive in car, and at the intersections, my committee used to stand there and give people this. One of my Talmudians gave him this. He said, to him, take, take this. He was all angry and nervous. What am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? 
And he took the disc and said, okay, let's see what the person on the disc is saying. He puts the disc in and the first words that he hears is not your sugar, it's Hashem. This is a real story I can bring a person here. For years this person lived in Gehenna. He used to fight with his wife, curse his shviga, lived in absolute Gehenna. What was he laughing? Emuna. He heard of this. He got in one and finished what happened? He heard of this, got a moon, and it's trouble to solve. When you think that someone else gives you solace, that means you don't let God have a moon. Now there's another problem. Sometimes people tend to think they're suffering because of themselves. He always blames himself. Why did he? He haunts himself. And all of this happens because of lack of emunah. Because if something happens, even if it was a mistake, that's the will of Hashem. Now I can't explain it lengthy, but if you read the God of Emunah, you'll see it that I explained it and I went into each detail. When you have faith, you don't have that your hand and blame yourself. Another thing is that a person says, that's the natural process of things. Or he says, that's got to do with muscle. It's got to do with horror. I had someone who came to me on Friday and I had to do what I had to do was to tap up through the spirit he had about Einhorn. People are afraid of Einhorn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they believe in witchcraft. <laughs> Poor people, they live in Gehenna. <laughs> How do I say? It's either a Muna or 
Gehenna. If you don't have the Muna, you live in Gehenna. You have the Muna, there's no Gehenna whatsoever. Stop. As the Bible says, no, as no, we see like in the spirit and we discuss Shemana. Rather than what we mean, Mishemami, Omer, Toda, Alarach, Nisimhan. Mishemami, Omer, Toda, Alarach, Nisimhan. Okay, the first thing we want to explain is our saying. A person who believes says thank you, even for the bad things happening. And if you don't say thank you for the bad things happening, that means that you don't believe. The first thing we said, everything is from Hashem. I'd like to give a bracha to everyone here. Ah, I don't know which 
Now, before I continue, imagine if every single one of us here would meet Abraham Avinu and Sarimi. And you can hear that for 80 years they didn't have children. Thank you very much that I'm in jail. 
I just gave you two examples to understand. There's no evil and bad in the world. There's only the lack of a moon. Because a person who believes will have Ganadin of this world. So people ask me, okay, example, the woman came up to me and said, I don't have any children. What am I supposed to do? And I said to her, say thank you that you don't have any children. She said, what? I said, thank you. I said to her, keep trying for a million years more. She said to me, why? I go to Kibbutz Tzadikim, I give stock, I do this, I do that. Why? Nothing is going to happen. Why? Because you don't have faith, you don't have Muna. And Muna is saying thank you. You can't say thank you to Hashem. So she asked me, how am I supposed to say thank you? I say to her, sit together with Hashem. Sit down and start saying that which God. You're going to show me. I'm your daughter. You created me only to do for me good things. Not you didn't want to create me to do to me bad things. And you love me eternal love. And you want me to have children more than I want to have children. And you have more sorrow and grief when I don't have children then I have a soul. Everyone needs to understand. I'm just giving you now an example of how you're supposed to speak to Hashem. One doesn't have children, one is sick, one doesn't have a livelihood. These are just examples. I was now in Miami. A case came to me, a woman that last year she also came to me when I was there. Last year she told me that for the past six years she's been in Aguna and her husband refused to give her a gift. And there's no realistic chance that her husband is going to give her a gift. I said to her, that's true, why? Because all day long your person, your husband, you hate him, you think that it's all his fault, correct? And I said to her, this is what Hashem wants. You need to say thank you to Hashem. This is what you want, thank you. I said to her, say every single day, thank you. Right. 
She came to me this year, she told me the rest of the whole story, and she said to me that three months later, her husband gave her a gift. What did Rabbi Nathan say? Certainly all the sorrows will disappear. And maybe thousands of stories came to me a woman that the door was absolutely normal and suddenly she got a psychotic attack and she had to be hospitalized. She said to me they went to They dug and they tried and tried. Nothing helped. And eventually she got my book, She Ogham Besoyed of the Gates of Gratitude. She said that for three months, she said thank you to Akadosh Baruch for every single day for half an hour, and her daughter is now absolutely normal. Everything became better. Again, what did Rabbi Nathan say? Certainly, with all the sorrows disappeared. People think, true, but in this situation, it's not really going to happen. A person who has debts of $50 million. Will his source also disappear? A person who has problems with a child, will his problems also disappear? Everyone thinks that his problems are unique. When Rabbi Nathan says all the sorrows will disappear, that means all the sorrows. Now I'm going to go back and explain how is a person supposed to speak to Hashem and to say thank you for Every single one of you in your place, whatever sorrow that you have, is going to say you're I'm your son, I'm your daughter. You created me just to do me good. And you want to give me all the good in the world. And if, if I have a problem, you are going to go have more sorrow than you have I do. And you want me to have a Yeshua more than I want to have a Yeshua. And you can do anything. And nevertheless, you don't give me the Yeshua. Because you want me to reach Emunah. So give me Emunah. There's no reality that you can say, I believe that this is bad. You don't believe. That's why I say. I say to Akhoshkov, if I don't have the Muna, what is this life worth? 
A person should say Before I want children, I want a Muna. Before I want to get married, I want a Muna. Before I want health, I want a Muna. Before I want money, I want a Muna. Before I want a divorce, I want a Muna. That's how you're supposed to say about every single thing. First of all, it's a Muna. If I don't have a Muna, nothing is worth Even if I have everything in this world, every good thing, but I don't have a Muna, I have nothing. People think that saying thank you is some trick. It's not a trick, it's a Muna. It's not a trick. You need to know that it's not a trick. There's no such thing. A person has got to say to Hashem, give me a Muna, give me a Muna. I want a Muna. I want to say to you, thank you, the similar. That's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to thank Hashem and not stop until you can say thank you and say really the Simcha, every single one of you here with the song that he has. And if a person has a point of truth and good ascents, when he gets saved, he will say, I got the emuna, I already have what I need. So I'm going to repeat and say, this is not a high spiritual level. This is the minimum of the minimum being able to say thank you to Hashem to your source. That's what you need to remember. There is a section in the Shulchan Aruch. The person shall always, needs always to be used to saying Everything that Hashem does, He does for the better good. The Shulchan Aruch is not just written for Tzadikim, it's written for every single year. I have another saying that I always say. Or she can say, and Hashem, we talk about Hashem. You either see Hashem through working on gratitude, or you'll have to see Hashem through the sorrow and through crying for Hashem. That means that if a person constantly works on gratitude, saying thank you to Hashem, he doesn't even have to come to a stage where he has so many problems. 
When you pray, sometimes you can reach a stage, a stage and a point where you're pushing the hour. When you say thank you, you never ever reach the point of pushing the more Toda you say, the more thank you you say, the better it is. I collected some very strong things for you. To strengthen you. It's known that if a person has a judgment on him, he has been, what is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to say thank you or is he supposed to pray? So really, if you look at things, you say thank you and you pray and ask. You say thank you and you pray and ask. But when a person sees that he has seriously, and how does the person know that? He can see that he's not getting married. And another year passes and another year. Or he doesn't have children. Or he has debt, that he has debts, etc. He sees that he has no way out. That's when he should know he has been There's only one way to change the theme and the judgment into mercy. Only if he merits to have a moon and a shem and to say thank you. Let's explain it. The person is going through something bad and he says, no, this is not bad, thank you very much, Abishtim. So what is he actually saying? He's actually saying there's no thing here, there's no judgment. He just now cancels and abolished the dim completely. The faith, the faith in Hashem, that there's no bad things happening, there's no din, it completely abolishes all the din. That's why all the tzoros disappear. Because there's no din, there's no judgment. Thank you turns everything into mercy. Thank you,
चार Now I really hope that they want to see me. I'm repeating again this point. Everyone should know that you can say thank you for anything that happens to you. What is it supposed to do? It's supposed to sit. Before Hashem, before the Lord, just sing to Hashem, and sing to Hashem. Abraham, our father in heaven, I'm your son, I'm your daughter, and you love me eternal love. And you're more sorry for what's happening to me than I'm sorry for myself. And you want to give me more than I even want to receive. And nevertheless, you're not giving me. Why? Because you're waiting for me to believe in you to have a Muna. Give me a Muna. Give me a Muna that this is the way you want things to happen. Thank you. That I should say thank you for Simcha happening. If I can't say to you thank you for Simcha, that means that I have no immunity. And if I don't believe in you, then nothing in this world is worth The only thing I want in this world is to believe in you full and complete immunity. That's how a person is supposed to speak to Hashem. Until he can say thank you to Simcha. Now I'd like to give you advice how to work with Yeshua very quickly. This is something, a story that happened in Eretz Yisrael. An Adref that his wife was working, she had a good job, she put in a good panosa. Baruch Hashem, it was good panosa for the whole family. But Hashem wanted to bring him closer to him. So what did he do? They fired his wife from her daughter. And this Adref became sad. What's going to happen now? How am I going to pay the bills? What's going to happen with the whole family? Imamish became sad. The boy Hashem Hashem wrote books and pamphlets and discs. And all these things come to the person at the right moment. And the person suddenly started realizing, gosh, for so many years I've never said 
thank you to Hashem for the fact that my wife had a panasa. He never said thank you. I have to say thank you today. I have no gratitude to Hashem. Suddenly I started having a war with himself. What am I supposed to do now? He learns that everything is for the better good. <laughs> What's good about this? Yeah, he's now going to say that it's a good thing that his wife got fired. And he suddenly realized that obviously everything that Hashem does is only for the better good. And I'm going to say thank you to Hashem. And being happy and create Hashem. But I'm not just going to say thank you, I'm going to sing a song of thank you. What is the Yeshua to actually say thank you in such a way to do a Sa'udah Sadoya? To do a thanks, to do a thank you, When you do a sudo thank you, he invited all his friends, and they all came, and they ate. He did a good sudo with songs. And he said, Mizma the And he said, Nishmas. And everyone was happy. And why did he do the Suda? Because my wife got fired. Immediately, Hashem gave her a much better place to work. When a person wants to have the Yeshua quickly, do a su'udah su'doya. A su'udah where you say thank you, Tasha. And tell one more story. This is something that happened in my head, it's something that I know. A Tamil Chochman, a dear rabbi. A wonderful person, he had six children, none of them managed to get married. None of them had a zibu. Every single day he used to go to the Kevin, roughly the main one, try and cry that his children should get married. Every time that he met me, he used to ask me and tell me, please pray for me, my children are growing, they're becoming 30, 31, they're not getting married. One day he called all of his friends and relations and said, I'm doing a Surah Sadoya, please all of you come back. People asked him, what are you doing the Surah for? He said, come and I'll tell you. He thought maybe he won a lottery. So everyone came. They washed and they did a suda. 
If you want to have a quick Yeshua, a quick salvation, do a proper sinner, a real good sinner. Stones and craziness. And everyone asks him, what's the sinner for? He said, I'm doing a sudah that all my children have not gotten married. People look at me and say, for that we're doing a sudah and saying thank you to Hashem. They were mamish. All day long we're crying for you, you're crying, and now you're doing a sudah saying thank you to Hashem, and the children are not getting married. He said to them, Rochel Imenu Mama Rochel came to me at night in my dreams. And he described how he saw Mama Rochel. And she said to him, that in Shaman we're ready for a long time they want to give him Yeshua's. But he has no faith, he has no immunity. What does that mean? He's a rabbi. He goes and gives shiuri. He dabbles. He prays. He goes and cries to Hashem. He doesn't have immunity. Someone can say that he has no immunity. If this is what I said to you at the beginning of the year, if you can't say thank you for the bad things that happened to you and say the simcha, that means that you don't believe. You have no emotion. <laughs> Trying is not just a lack of emuna. When a person cries, what is he saying? Hey, Mishra, you're doing bad things to me. You're hurting me. I said to you, how does a person who cries, how does he look like? Big job, a person who has a secondary, that's no What is he saying? He says, listen, you're not doing the right thing by not giving me a zibu. Abishta, pardon me for saying this, but it's time that you do chuba and give me my zibu already. That's how a person looks like when he starts crying. It's as if you say that when you're you've got to do tshuva to making me feel upset. Pardon me, I put a shvokum for saying I just said it Pardon me, Abishta, for saying it. I just said it to teach your children that you're only good, all good, only good. We spoke about this rabbi who did the Sudha 
thanking Hashem for his children not getting married, and in that year, four of his children got married. What did Rabbi Nathan say? Certainly with all the sorrows in this People say, wow, what a story. There's only one emuna, one. Say thank you and all the services Certainly, when all the sorrows disappear, you want a quick Yeshua, a quick salvation? Have a Sudha Sodoya. Have a Sudha when you say thank you. With singing and praising Hashem. Everyone should try and get my disc out of this. It's called a gift called thank you. And then that this, there's the song Mismo the Torah in the new Nigun that I wrote. <laughs> Exactly the same thing. 
Every single day we should say this prayer, thank you. Now everyone is going to say together with me the prayer, and this is going to be the Zchus of Olam Yisrael. The Rulam Yisrael should have true emuna and should have all the Yeshuas. And this should be Olam Yisrael. Now we're going to say the prayer. The Rav is going to read this in Hebrew. I'd just like to honor the Aaron Ben Leah to read the prayer in English. Thank you. 
أشرب معارك أسوي كل ما أحاي ما نفورم شنوسافولي كل ما أقوم بحقيقة شيئاً في أسحقون أكنوسافولي هوي أفعل أحاي كل ما أكتب شماية أسفلس شريف هوي أولا أنا مبارك شمكيشس سريف بالمارك الجديد هوي بهم شلون يلاقي أسمار شنوسافولي
נוטים יום יום ללכת לראות אחרי זה לראות בעיר ולראות את Everyone, please take it upon yourself to take this book. Take this book so it should guard your hand. Rabbi Nachman writes that this book guards all your valuables in your house. He also said, Rabbi Nachman, that he doesn't have money to afford to buy the book. He should sell the pillow under his head and he should buy the book. I'm asking you, please don't bring me any pillows. <laughs> everyone, please buy this book and put it on. Now, everyone, listen. Please. I was just now in Toronto. Thank you, Hashem. I sold a quantities of soil. I was then in Miami. And then I was in New Mexico. And now I'm here. And in Israel, every single day, we spread a Muna. I need that all of you should be partners with me. That every single one of you should have a part in Ami Strolls and Muna. You have to realize well, when you give a person a book, you save his life. Every single day we stories upon stories. And I'm sure that all of you have read the books. You know what light is within these books. The light of Hashem. I'm asking that every single one of you at least buy 10 books and if you buy more you will have a big schus. We were now in places where people said to me, we bought 10 books, and what you promised me, it happened. Women came to me and said, Baruch Hashem, we're pregnant. I'm asking, please, everyone take a minimum of 10 books. We need to have soldiers all around the world. You are now being recruited to be soldiers for Hashem. Everyone will take the minimum of 10 books, sell them to other people. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be the only one who's distributing the books? You all have to put in the effort. 
Everyone here, please take to these ten books. I promise anyone who buys the books. And I promise you that if you ask Hashem for Yeshua, you will get the Yeshua. Thank you, Hashem. Smile. Maybe praise God. We need to say thank you so much for everything that was done today here. To remind people to say thank you. Thank you, Hashem, for everything you're doing. Aaron, get stronger.
Beautiful rest of the year. And this is the 